Hey guys, welcome to a very special uh, episode 50 of Ruin Hammer. Hey mate, how's it going? Good bud, how are you? Yeah, doing good, thanks buddy. It's good. Yeah, it's good, um, uh, it good to be able to go to the game on on Sunday. It was a yeah, mate, surprise, yeah. very surprising, um, unexpected as I said, but yeah, we'll definitely be talking more about that tomorrow night. Absolutely. Um, in, in depth, but yeah, no, it's fantastic to be able to go out there and support the boys. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is like a celebration show. Um, it is. Tip of the 50, cap. Yeah, 50 episodes for us. Uh, which Where's is... my bat? I'll ra- raise raise my mic. We'll raise our mics in, in the honour of the half century. <laughs> I know, it's a bit surreal, isn't it? Uh, a couple of guys. Uh, yeah. It was this time last year, I think, that we, close enough to this time where we did our first episode. Um <laughs> Uh, where we were just lost. <laughs> I think we sat there for a minute and a half, not really. Are, are we live? Are we on? Live, talking to each other. <laughs> oh, quick, uh, quick, say something. <laughs> nothing's really changed when we're, with the uh, technical geniuses that we are. It's, um, we're we're, we're yeah. slowly learning, so we thank all you guys for your patience. We do. Um, we but we're getting better every week, learning all this, uh, all this technological caper. Absolutely. And this is an episode for you guys to just... Um, throw some questions at us, uh, like a Q and A. We're we're quite happy to answer any questions you may have, ranging from you know anything in our role related, anything Warriors related, uh, international game, particular certain players, uh, you know stuff about our backgrounds and so forth. Um, yep. Without getting too personal, yeah, we're we're quite happy. So um, ask away, uh, and thanks to it's- everyone who's joining us tonight. It's um, yeah, just a bit of fun. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. It's like what we say to the players before we get them on. Is there anything you don't want to talk about? And most, nah, we're open book. Yeah, we've been very <laughs> most, lucky. Most things are off limit. Yeah, and we're very lucky that they've yeah. they've given us that kind of access for sure. Absolutely, yeah. We've been extremely lucky with the calibre of player that we've been able oh, to yeah. uh, attract. And uh, it was nice yesterday. I got a little phone call from the Mad Butcher yesterday. Mm. Um, had a little bit of a chat with him and um, his uh, organising... Um, He's in the process of organising two of the the other two members of the Holy Warriors Trinity, uh, um, Stacey Jones and, and Simon Mannering, to get them on the show. So um, yeah, we're hoping we can confirm uh, at a later stage that we've we've yeah, got hopefully fingers two crossed. absolute legends of Warriors Rugby League. To, how to how good would that be? That. I mean, yeah, I mean, Pricey was so awesome. Yeah, that to him and um, yeah, mate, to get to get the other two off the yeah, as you said, the Holy Trinity, Simon Mannering, yep. three hundred and one games, Stacey Jones, legend of the club. Absolutely, uh, got our first question coming through, come mate. Through. Stevie yep. Stevie Williams is asking uh, the favourite jersey that you own. I'll let you but, go first, mate. I, I anticipated this question might come through. I'm actually wearing it. So this is, Stevie, this is my favourite ever jersey. This, to the naked eye, it might just look like a 95 jersey or a 2019-2020 jersey. This is actually uh, the jersey that we wore in our 10th anniversary game in 2005 where we beat the Broncos at uh, Mount Smart Stadium. It was actually Simon Mannering's debut. So it was made by Puma, uh, but it has all the all like the, the current sponsors at the time. So it was basically like a heritage jersey that they did then. There wasn't many of them about. They made, I think they made about a hundred and they gave them out as prizes on game day. And I was lucky enough to to get to get one of these. So yeah, it's been probably the jewel in the crown of my jersey collection. Yeah. Um, um, you don't you don't see many of them around. Yeah. For me it's the flag jersey uh, in the collection that I own. Um if 
So, yeah, of the jerseys I own, it's the flag jersey, synonymous with that 2011 yep. uh, run to the to the grand final. Um, yeah, so that's the the, the most favourite jersey I own. Uh, the, my most favourite jersey of all time, though, is the 2002 uh, jersey. The oh, yes. That, that's, yeah, definitely in my top three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. absolutely. TK, how are you, brother? Uh, hey, TK is asking, uh, favourite club before the Warriors? Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Being from Brisbane, it was by default, it was the Broncos. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just what you did when you were a young kid growing up in Brisbane. You support the Broncos. They weren't a hard team to follow back then. They had all the, the great players. Kevin Walters, Alfie Langer, Steve Ranoff, Mick Hancock, Willie Kahn, Glenn Lazarus. For, yeah. me, for me, it was the North Sydney Bears. I, um, I grew up as a North Sydney junior. I uh, played all my junior footy uh, for the Bears, uh, Harold Manchester Ball, Jersey Flag, through the President's Cup. Um, so, yeah, I was always a Bears supporter. But um, when the Warriors came in, it was just a natural fit that, uh, you know, the even even though I wasn't born in New Zealand, my, my dad's uh, Māori and we were raised as, um, you know, to, to love our culture and our heritage back in New Zealand. And, um, yeah, so... Uh, when the Warriors came in, it was a it was a, a nice shift over uh, to mm. the to the Warriors and been supporting them ever since. Christian's uh, yeah, awesome. asking favorite Warriors game you have both attended, as in each, I guess, because we haven't attended many together. No, we haven't. It's it's uh, been what two, two uh, this year, three. <laughs> oh three, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Magic round. Oh yeah, of the course, Dragons. Magic round. Yeah, yeah, that's the right. Dragons game and and the Titans game. So yeah, we've only yeah. ever attended three games together. And as Meatloaf once said, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, your favourite game you've attended, mate? Favourite game I've attended, I would have to say it was in 2003 at the old ANZ Stadium against the Broncos. So the QE2 Stadium for for the uh, Southeast Queensland uh, locals. We won that game 32-12. to 12, And it will be best remembered for Sione Falmawina's ridiculous over-the-head they're playing basketball," said Ray Warren <laughs> to that uh, Tui Mavavo. I think scored that. Yeah, time. that that's was right. just that was just such a strong performance that day. Um, yep. in in a very good season, two thousand and three, and yeah, just I just remember at the end of that game, just coming away like that was just awesome. The, the way that we played back then, Clinton yeah. Torpy was instrumental in that game as well. Sione Falmawina had a massive game. PJ Marsh was huge that um that day as well. Had a dummy half, so. I'll say that one closely followed by uh, 2010, the the James Maloney show where he uh, scored yep. about 28 points against the Broncos. So those two are, are up there for me. Yeah. For me, it would be the 2018 round four game against the Roosters. Yeah. Um, in that, that season where we started off with five great wins to start off the season. Yeah, awesome. I was at the Canberra game the week before where Sean Johnson kicked two field goals uh, to win the game. And then, uh, going from that game in Canberra, where there was probably 20 of us in the supporters' bay, to yeah. two sold-out bays at um, the Sydney Football Stadium uh, to watch the Warriors beat the Roosters 30 to six that day, that was probably yeah one of the best experiences I had as a supporter watching the Warriors. Um, yeah, great, great day, uh, great game of footy. Yeah, that was a really uh, strong performance that day. Very strong. It was. I, I, yeah. Mate, the, the questions are coming through thick and fast. Cool. Me, uh, I'll just have to go back a bit <laughs> to find the next question. Um, Carlos Kelly, Hammer, what position did you play and who was the player you were in awe of playing against? Uh, congratulations on the great work uh, you both do, Cher Brothers. Um, Cheers, Carlos. Mate, I played, 
I played a number of positions. I actually in, throughout. I started playing footy when I was seven. I, I retired when I was thirty-four, and over the course of my career, career, if you can call it that, I played every position from fullback, wing, center, five-eight, uh, lock, second row, front row. Never played halfback. Never played hooker. So uh, the the position I played most when I was growing up was out in the centres. Um, the player I, I was in awe of playing against, I grew up playing um, junior footy against uh, Jeff Tuvey. Um, he played for Belrose. I was playing for uh, North Sydney Brothers. Uh, but in, in rep footy, it would probably be Laurie Daly. I played against Laurie Daly when he was at Canberra. Oh, through. Yeah, oh, nice. Coming through the Canberra system. Um, and he was, him and Brad Clyde, uh, both two of them were, were absolute freaks uh, to play against. Um, so, yeah, that would probably be the two guys uh, I was in awe of. And when I was at the Bears, the guy I was in awe of was Greg, Greg Florimo. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the heart and soul of North junior. Sydney. Yeah. yeah, mate. He was a local junior. He, he played for my junior club. And, uh, you know, I've managed to, to keep, have a, a, you know, a relationship with him post-footy, which is good. So, um, ah, yeah. Cool. Very nice. Um, next question. Nick Kircher. Here's a big one, mate. <clears throat> hey, Kirch. Okay. Hey, Kirch. How are you? Guys, I have some Jersey-related questions. What is your favourite non-Warriors New South Wales Rugby League Super League NRL jersey designer of all time and which year? And what are the most overrated and underrated Warriors jerseys of all time? Um, wow, that's a big one. I, I've, I've got something. Uh, okay, so for favourite non-Warriors jersey from the yep. New South Wales Rugby League days? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I, I, I'm a, this might surprise you people. The Gold Coast Seagull strip from about 93 to 95. I love that jersey. That's the black one? The Predominantly black one. white with the black and red stripes. Yeah. Um, but the... the, 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 the um, I think the Tweed Seagulls wear that a similar jersey to that now. Similar, yeah. This was one that they wore later. That was predominantly white and it had big chunky black and red stripes on it. Yeah. Um, that I, I really love that one. And also, mate, you'll love this: the North Sydney jersey from '94. The black, yeah. red. I, I, there's a common theme here. I love black, red, and white. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are my two favourite. Uh, most underrated Warriors jersey for me is the red jersey that we had. In 2000, it was it served as our away jersey, but it's one of my favourites yep. of all time. Um, I might wear it on the show next week. I'll wear it, I'll wear it on the show tomorrow night. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's similar to the one you got behind you there, that just predominantly yeah, yeah. red. And yep. the most uh, most overrated, mate, you're going to hate me. You are going to hate me for this. I know what you're going to say. Uh, the most jersey. overrated is the flag jersey. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just really not a big fan of the flag jersey at all. Um, each, each of their own. I know it's very popular, but to me, um, it, uh, just stylist, stylistically, it wasn't a big hit for me. Oh, mate, each to their own. We're, you know, we're allowed to. Um, yeah, this is a, a tough one for me. So, um, your favourite non-Warriors uh, or jersey would have to be. I, I mean, being a Bears fan, it would have to be the the Bears jersey from the late '80s, the the red with the black squared. Type yeah, of- yeah, I remember that one. That the, it was. Not wasn't a chevron, but it was like a box. It's kind of like a box chevron or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm a massive fan of uh, the new North Sydney Bears jersey in the New South Wales Cup. It's, ah, yeah, uh, that's it's a good a, one. So it's, yeah. it's the black on the with the red uh, similar V. So yeah, I, like, I love, I love that, that one. Yeah, that's an awesome. Jersey. Um, my most overrated and underrated Warriors jerseys. Uh, the most overrated Warriors jersey for me. Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, I can't answer that. 
what's one that what, what's one that everyone wants that you just say well, I don't know why everyone wants that oh, I don't know like, that's why I can't think I can't think of an overrated one um, you can't really say the bush shirt can you because I don't think that was ever no, rated no, no, to begin no. with. <laughs> I'm thinking that that's that's the ugliest jersey that we've ever produced <laughs> um, and that um, brown that brown one I didn't really like that one the brown no wood, the wood carved but one. speaking of um uh, oh, I'll tell you what is under uh, one of the underrated jerseys. I think it's the is it the 2010 Heritage jersey? Is the the grey one? With yeah, the... The, it's similar to the Owen Guttenbeil testimonial jersey that we wore Correct. in 06. Yeah, it's very similar. I, I, I love that one. Yeah, yeah, I love that yep. one, and I love the Panamu jersey as well. The green Panamu okay. jersey. Yeah, uh, synonymous with uh, Sean Johnson's yeah. first ever. Uh, I think two try game. I think or hat trick. Uh, yeah, in tw- early in 2012. Yeah. Um, okay, Nick McCurcher again. What are your favourite Warriors and rugby league games of all time that you haven't attended? Oh, <laughs> shit, that's a toughie. Uh, uh, I'll tell you the one. My favourite that I never attended was the thirteen twelve win over the Broncos. Our first Broncos win. Mm. Um, that'd be the favourite game for me. Oh, uh, didn't get. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one as well. I, I, I would say the two thousand and eight final against the Roosters at Mount Smart, like. As, as all our guests have said, the atmosphere was off the chain. I'm sure TK was there. He'd, he'd tell yeah. us how good it was. But that that just, it was just electric. Even watching it on the TV, the atmosphere was just awesome. would love to have been a part of that. Trevor Green says the black Eden Park jersey is overrated. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't mind. I, I'm neither here nor there with that one. Um, I Yeah, because wasn't that sort of released to, in conjunction with the 2011 World Cup for the All Blacks? Isn't that yeah, kind I think of it why was. they did that? Yeah. yeah. That incidentally was the only time that the Warriors logo has ever been altered in any way, apart from like the lettering. So, because there was ferns underneath the tiki, right, that's, right. that's the only time the Warriors logo has ever actually been amended. I know we had the half grey and half green one, but the yep. yeah, when they had the ferns on there. Yeah, Stevie Williams wants that one. He's just said. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have that one anymore. Um. For the first year on the Ruin Hammer podcast, who was your favourite guest? The first year, so talking about last year, are you 2020? talking about twenty twenty, the ones that we had on in twenty twenty, or are you talking about in, in since we started running through to today? Just a bit of clarification. Let's break it up. Let's go. Who was okay. the last year? Oh, can I can I say more than one? Yeah. Can I, can can. I, okay. Obviously. Big Tooks uh, was memorable one for me because he was the first ex-player that we got on here and it's so awesome to have a chat with him and he sort of broke the ice with the ex-players. Also, um, Toddy Payton, I really enjoyed the chat with him. That was actually actually quite an emotional chat for me as well um, to sort of relive that. Ruben Wiki, Jazz, they're all great. Um, All all memorable, all the girls as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's two for me as well. I think... Uh, Georgia Hale, the first Georgia Hale one, yep. uh, because that was the, our first ever live guest. Um, yeah, so that, it was. Yeah, he was. That yeah. one will always be special to me, and she'll always hold a, a special yeah. place in the. So history. nervous. I was so nervous. Yeah, we were. We've never interviewed a player before. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, but she was great. Um, you know, contacted her, and she got back to us pretty much straight away, and was happy to come on and. And then from that, you know, we were able to get um, such great access to that to that whole squad uh, last year during their mm. their uh, 2020 NRLW season. Um, so she's obviously one, and the other one is um, for me is Jazz. Uh, those that know me know I've got a, a special relationship with Jazz. I 
I talk to Jazz uh, a couple of times each week uh, via text messages and and what have you. Um, that was the most entertaining chat we had. I think uh, there was a lot of swearing. <laughs> Set the tone early. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, so yeah, Jazz. Jazz. Um, I love the guy, and so it was. It was really special for me to um, to talk to to Jazz uh, this season. Um, I would say uh, it's a. We've had some great guests. I mean, we, we yeah, have. Look, we really have. Yeah. Yes, we've had this year. We've had um, Chanel Harris Devita, Jermaine Tanoa Brown, Peter Hiku. Uh, we had um, Cam George at the beginning. Yeah, of let's the year. not forget about Cam George. His, his chats Perth. last year and this year were, were awesome, and we thank yeah, Cam absolutely. for all his continued um, support of Justin us. Justin Murphy, yeah. James Maloney, Joe Vungana, oh. Clinton Torpy. Um, Kevin Campion, Kevin Campion, Michael uh, Witt. Yeah, Royce, said, Michael yeah. Witt. We've had some <laughs> greats of uh, Warriors footy. Uh, for me, the, the the two that really stand out uh, are Clinton Torpy because it was more than I expected. Because mm. um, a lot of the the Polynesian and Islander boys are quite um, uh, reserved and and not very talkative. So I kind of didn't think we'd get much out of Clinton. Uh, but you know, a, a two and a half or yeah, a bit over a two hour show, uh, was great. And then Steve Price, um, ah. was just absolutely amazing. It was unreal. It was, yeah. I expected, I had high expectations for that show and he exceeded that, uh, above and beyond. He, he spoke so eloquently, so honestly, um, even brought up things that we weren't going to, like he spoke about the, the Coffs Harbor stuff, at the yep. Yep. stuff like that. Spoke very passionately about, um, Sunny Fi. Yeah. Uh, Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, it was, um, and there was some funny anecdotes in that too. So yeah, that was definitely and, and a big one for me. Cam- Campo as well had some had some great yarns too. <laughs> Who could forget yeah. the Nat Wood the Nat Wood story? <laughs> I was going to say that would probably go down as um, as the funniest story I've ever heard. <laughs> that, that and the boys on the hill wishing that Steve Price was Sonny Bill. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a lunatic he must have been, like, to play with. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that, that Brad, that Brad, Brad, that Brad Inger guy, he, he was all right. Like, he was really yeah. I don't class him as a, I don't class him as a guest. Uh, I class him as, like, a brother. So Yeah, yeah, that, of course. That's what, that's why we have a separate category for you, Brad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm going back a bit. Uh, where are we? Oh, favorite? Oh, Mark Roberts, how are you, bro? Favorite hey, non-household name player from the Warriors over the years? Ooh, yeah. Jason Deeth. Yeah. I love I love Dr. Death. Uh, he, he won player of the year in 99, and it was always very consistent whenever he put on the Warriors jersey. Um, he pl- scored two tries in that famous 42-0 win over the Knights in 99. Yeah, I always loved him. Yeah, I, I was a big Robbie Mears fan. Yeah, uh, from the same era as well. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Ian Henderson. Uh, I think Endo. <laughs> yeah, Endo was great. Um, Little man syndrome. <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't get the accolades that the players around him got. Yeah, uh, so I, I would say Hendo for me. Yeah. Um, if there is one stadium you wanted to visit that you haven't already, which one would it be? Uh, oh. Mate, I, I was lucky enough to play at a lot of stadiums um, growing up uh, with my footy. The one stadium that I haven't been to that I want to go to, there's, is, there's two on my bucket list. Uh, 
the new stadium at the Cowboys, the North oh, Queensland yeah. Bank Stadium, and Seabus. I've never been to Seabus. Mm. Great, to great place to watch footy, Seabus. Yeah. Awesome place. I've been there many times. Love it. It's a miniature. It's like a miniature Suncorp. Yep. Um, for me, grounds I would like to pl- – I will. I'd always wanted to go to Cogra and I was lucky enough to get to go there with you earlier in the year. Yep. Uh, I've, I've never been to bank West. So I'm, I was, well, I was going to be going to bank West, unfortunately, uh, not happening anymore. The Mike Doreen cup leg two. Yeah. What one hand on that, by the way. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Other, other sports you like to watch. Uh, For me, cricket. And basketball, cricket and basketball are the two two main ones for me. For me, uh, rugby and uh, MMA. Uh, yeah. Love love watching rugby, uh, especially when the All Blacks are playing uh, or any of the Pacific nations. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, definitely MMA. I'll watch the MMA whenever I can. Mm. Um, big fight sport fan. Uh, Jay Harris, congratulations on the 50th episode, brothers. Thank Much you, aroha. sir. Thank you, bro. Uh, my mum's saying hello to my daughter. My daughter's saying hello back to my mum. Hi, guys. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, you can do that somewhere else. And that feed is just frozen, but I've got the feed going on my phone as well. So, okay. Um, where are we? We've got, uh, what are your two, what are your top two favourite bands? That's Ooh. from the Kirch. Yeah, he's a, he's a big rock music fan. Do you want to go first? Uh, mine's easy, mate. Yeah. What's that? Uh, Led Zeppelin and um, a toss-up between uh, 90s Guns N' Roses, uh, 80s Kiss uh, or Metallica. So, But definitely Led Zeppelin is my favourite of all time. Uh, well, first one for me is definitely Alice in Chains. Yep. Um, I grew up in that 90s era of grunge. Um, so Alice in Chains and I, uh, I was a big fan of industrial rock. Um, so like stuff like Nine Inch Nails and oh, yeah. Rumsch, Rammstein. Yep. Uh, I don't really Kirch is a fan of Rammstein, I think. Who is? Kirch. I think oh, is he? Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure he's into that kind of music. Okay. Yeah, I used to listen to a lot of that, but it's, it's a bit too angry for me these days. So um, I, I like a lot of like, I like Latin music, like Latin rock. There's a... Oh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez, the director, has had a band called Chinon, yep. and they did a lot of music for Kill Bill and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and they were awesome. I love them, yeah, okay. like Latin style rock. So yeah. Yep. Uh, TK asks, Rue, when you and your wife came on the field at Mount Smart Stadium, which was the first time you met TK. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, did the Warriors win? Unfortunately, not. Um, but it didn't stop that from being one of the greatest moments of my uh, warriors life going out there and doing the coin toss with uh, RTS and Jared and frowny face croaker. Um, unfortunately oh. we got done. We got done that day. Uh, croaker score that day. Oh, I don't know, but he, he was slotting them from all over the chalk, uh, all over the field. I remember. Yeah. Look, RTS was amazing. Like he remembered us because we, we had won the competition at the gold coast earlier in the year and he goes, Oh, it's the gold coast guys. And it was just so special. Yeah, and he and he came over and we got photos with him. And it's still the profile picture, my profile yeah. picture on Facebook because it was just such a special moment. And to meet all, to meet TK and all the awesome uh, uh, membership uh, team over yep. there, uh, membership council, I should say, and to be a part of that for a couple of years was was 
was an unreal experience and met some awesome people and can't wait to get back over there and um, catch up with all you guys again. Rogers, Rogers, that kind of person, isn't he? Oh, he, he um, is. He was so warm and friendly and we, and, we, yeah. um, the, the Gold Coast game this year, round one, we kind of, uh, had a photo taken with him and we said, oh, you know, you may not have heard of us, but we're uh, Real and Hammer. He goes, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of Real and Hammer. I know who Real and Hammer are. So yeah. that was a bit, bit surreal. And then, um, with every passing week, because I was going to all the games, um, you know, I'd have a little bit of a chat, uh, to Rog every week, uh, get to the point where as he'd walk off the field, he'd kind of motion out the back to me to uh, hang around and, Every week he'd come out and, you know, have a handshake and a hug and uh, yeah. we'd catch up. And wouldn't even talk footy stuff, just talk general stuff. He's just that kind of guy. He's, he's, um, he's, a, yeah, he's a really lovely human being. Awesome and fella. Yeah. We're going to miss him, not just on the field. We're going to miss him off the field next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think TK's comment, he stitched me up. Sorry, right. he knew that. He just wanted me to see him say it. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, um, mate. <laughs> Carlos Kelly says, what did you make of the All Blacks that transferred to play for the Warriors? As in Kerwin, Ellis, my namesake. Uh, my uh, namesake. Sh- Sharky Carter. Robinson. My, my namesake, Mark Carter, was probably the worst signing of the uh, All Blacks that came to uh, the Warriors. Um, John, John Kerwin was pretty solid. He had, he had a couple of good solid. years. Yeah. Rano Bodica probably would have been. He only played five games because he got injured. He was injured. Yeah, he, ca- he came injured. Um, he looked good. He looked good when he was on the field. I remember yeah. Graham Hughes going, Bodica, Bodica, sensational. The one All Black I really would have loved to have seen uh, transition to the Warriors would have been um, Carlos Spencer. I would have loved to have seen Carlos. Oh, yeah. Play league. He would have been to... a Benji-style player, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying Rene Ranger. His name always <laughs> comes up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Nick McCurchis says, apart from watching Rugby League and the Warriors and producing Ruin Hammer, what are some of your hobbies? Yeah, I'm into I'm into music. I play guitar, uh, guitar and bass. I've been in bands, so I, I do a bit of that. Um, yeah, spending time with the family, uh, with the kids and the wife, and um, yeah, there's. Nothing better than that. Getting out, going, going out, uh, bushwalking and bird watching. I'm a, I'm a big, big uh, bird lover. Yep. And so I love going out with the family, with the kids out to the park. And then with my dad out early in the morning, out to various locations, see what we can find. Mm. Yeah. For me, um, you might find this really hard to believe, but between work and Ruin Hammer and then, uh, like getting ready for the show and that we, we really don't have a lot of free time. Um, mm. Well, I don't anyway. Uh, yeah, do, me neither. <laughs> I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes so that when we go on, on air on uh, Wednesday night, everything's pretty seamless to a point. Um, and then there's all the, the social media posts that we, we put up in that. But um, I do like, as Rob said, I, I like, like bushwalking. I love being out in nature. Uh, love to just, you know, find a trail and just hike it and, see what we can see um yeah that's that's a big one and well we're both we're both massive movie fan movie buffs yeah absolutely so we love we love our movies and, and love movies uh, i love docos i'm, I'm a massive yeah. crime documentary nut so yeah me I'll, too yeah yeah i watch like uh the crime channel and uh the id channel on foxtel and and look for uh crime true crime documentaries and stuff like that that i really love that kind of stuff yeah um, 
I love I love eighties pop culture as well. So I'm a massive fan of eighties cartoons like Transformers and all that sort of stuff. I'm a big nerd for that kind of thing as well. I, I do like music, love all genres of music. I can play, uh, not well, but I can play. And uh, yeah, and the other thing I like to do in, in downtime is, believe it or not, is jigsaw puzzles. I find it it just keeps my yeah. mind stimulated. So. Yeah. Similar, similar vein, I might be jumping in a bit, but Jay Harris said, favourite 90s film and movie? 90s. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with one of my favourite movies of all time. This might surprise a few people. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> I absolutely love that movie because I think I, I saw it when I was about 10 at the cinemas and loved the music in it. I'm trying to think of 90s movies. Kevin Costner's. Where was it because of Kevin Costner's uh, attempted English accent? No. Um, <laughs> was Shawshank in the 90s, mate? Yeah, it was. Yeah, 94. Shawshank. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Absolutely. It's in my list of five greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, which grand final hurt the most, 2002 or 2011? 2002. I think we were in a much better position to win 2002. And, yep. and like hearing... And hearing Campo talk about it again and how much it still hurts him. Like yeah. 2011, I think I was kind of hopeful, but we did kind of sneak into that one. Um, it was completely yeah. unexpected and we, we just sort of uh, caught form at the right end of the season. And Yeah, I agree. 2002, we finished as minor premiers and we, it was probably our best chance to win. Um, and, you know, we're in that game right up until the 60th minute. And then mm. it all changed for us. And that I think that came down to experience mm. uh, or lack thereof. Uh, 2011, as you said, we got smashed by the Broncos in that first semifinal. Yeah, we got belted. Really yeah. had no right to be in the, the semifinal race anymore. Um, got Who lucky for Krizna and Inu's yeah, like freakish. Got lucky against the Tigers. Yeah. Um, worked hard in a good win against the Storm to, to make the grand final. But uh mainly we're just on another another level back then and we were never really in that grand final hunt it was great that we got there uh it was probably more disappointing that we made all three grades and then from then on we just fell off the the face of the cliff exactly yeah that that's that's what that's why i think back to that era and when i think of 2011 i think of what happened immediately after it as well yep yeah. uh stevie williams says if you could sign any current player to the warriors who would you pick uh, Nathan Cleary. Oh, nice. Organ just organization, and he's just a just a man on top of his game. Yeah. Uh, great goal kicker. Great in general play. Great support play. He's just the, he's just the total package. And he could 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 have been ours. Could have been. Yeah, ours. I know. There is so many in there. Um, for for me, I would pick. I'd pick Harry Grant. Yeah. I think Harry, uh, I I mean, the cheese is great, but Harry, and the cheese can fill a couple of positions and so forth. But I don't know. I just, I think Harry Grant is just going to be a superstar of the future uh, in that hooker position. And he's, he's a, he's a player we could build a club around. Yeah. Uh, Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Um, my mum asked, who is Mike Doreen? <laughs> <laughs> Warrior number 25. Um, he's a hard-working centre, and now he's a hard-working plasterer. So um, Mike Doreen played five games for the Warriors in 95 and then played 
I think, 10 games for the Sydney Tigers. Sydney Tigers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he went and played a game or two for the Adelaide Rams, I think it was. Well, Hunter, Mariners, Hunter Mariners. Hunter Mariners, I think it was. Hunter Mariners. So, Mike Doreen, there's, a, there's actually a rich history of players that have played for both the Warriors and the Tigers. And a lot, Mike Doreen, Mike Doreen is the first of those players. Why we why we like him is if you ever saw his player profile picture, he just looked like the hardest prick that ever lived. <laughs> with his, his handlebar moustache and his flat top, or he had a goatee and a flat top. Yeah, he's and, a mean looking sucker, wasn't he? He was just like yeah. sort of like glaring into the camera, like don't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's from the South Island, lives down in Christchurch. He's a, a plasterer by trade. Uh, and there is a couple of photos floating around of him on um, social media. There's one where he's doing the harker at uh, Quentin Pongia's mm. uh, funeral. And there's another one where he's actually, uh, they did a story on him. He's plastering a ceiling. Um, so, so we're a bit hard yeah. out for pics of old MD. So if anyone, <laughs> maybe if Will, Will Evans, Will, if you ever watched this, I think you might know a bit more about, um, about, MD being a South Islander. So let us know. Hook us up, Will, if you see if you yeah. can get him on the show and then we can uh, we can all be we can all have the pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's who Mike Doreen is, is the is the pioneer of uh, <laughs> Tiger Warrior Warriors. Tigers. Uh, Tiger Warriors, which now has two new uh, uh, players. We've got Matt Lodge, yep. who's gone from who played for the Tigers now the Warriors, and we've got Ken Namalo who's gone back the other way. Yeah, he's gone, he's gone uh, the other way, yeah. It's rich so, history, rich history. Rich history of uh warrior tiger warriors. We we I think I think in the other and the other the other funny part about it was when we first when we were catching up that first time and we were we were going through all the players that played for both. We originally had him in the starting lineup and he kept getting pushed back when we remembered other players that were, <laughs> that were there. So he's he's on the extended bench. He's still in the mix though. <laughs> um, Millie Robinson said, "Oh, my dad says hi. Hey, Dad. Um, hey, Millie Brown. Robinson. My parents tell me many a story from attending the Canberra home games at Seaford Oval back yeah. in the day. Have you ever watched or played a game there, Hammer? Also, my favourite Warriors players of all time are Nigel Vungana and Manu Vatavai. Who are your favourite Raiders players of all time? Oh, good ah, question. Seaford yeah, um, Oval. I did play a game way back." In the 80s, I think it was the um, junior rep game down at Seaford Oval. Uh, however, I never played at Bruce Stadium, but I did run at Bruce Stadium because I was a uh, in, in I, when I was a footy player, junior footy player. I used to moonlight as a uh, track and field athlete as well. Um, and I used to we used to go down to Canberra and run the Canberra uh, titles every year because I'm close. So I ran at Bruce Stadium before they turned it into uh, the footy right. field. Yeah, I remember they had like the ANZ Stadium, little QE2 style. Yeah, the massive the gap. 19, yeah. The 1985 World Cup there. Um, yeah. And then growing up, uh, not to name drop, but I was coached by uh, Australia's greatest 400 metre runner ever, Darren Clark. So he was my coach. And I was a uh, represented New South Wales, was a state champion for uh, 200, 400, uh, second in the 100, and then represented New South Wales, run at nationals, and I represented Australia once in a four-by-four four relay. So that's my claim to fame there. Um, Raiders players. My, my favourite Raiders players, Ruben Wickey, without a doubt, and um, Brad Clyde. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Jason Deeth. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, one guy, 
I think I not so much liked him, but I, I respected him um, because he was so damn good back in the day. Ken Nagus. Yep. I, like he was so elusive. Um, and like once he got in the clear, there was no catching him. Yeah. Mm. Um, what is one of your most memorable moments in football? As, as in playing, I'm taking it. Uh, for me, uh, I've got two. Um, so it would be um, one of them would be I was, I was playing for North Sydney and I played um, President's Cup. We're playing the Raiders at North Sydney Oval. So I played President's Cup. Uh, then I sat on the bench and Stevie Martin was a fan of mine and I got um, a couple of minutes in reserve grade, like the back end of the game. It might have been three minutes in reserve grade, uh, replacing Kerry Boosted on the wing. Um, in, yeah, in reserve grade. And then was asked to sit on the bench for first grade. And that was back in the days where they'd have like 10 guys sitting on the bench, but only two could ever go on. So yeah, just sitting there, never expecting to go on. And Florimo went down injured and I got the call um, from Frank Stanton, who was a coach at the time, uh, to warm up. I was going to go on in the centres and Mark Malmeninga. And I had these horrible thoughts of me um, standing in front of Malmeninga. And then when he got the ball, turning around and running in front of him, going like this, saying, follow me, I'll show you where the try line is. But uh, as it turned out, <laughs> um, I didn't get on. Uh, Florimo got back up and and uh, that was it. So um, aside from that, uh, I never won any grand final, so I don't have any of those memories. Uh, I guess it was my debut game for the Bears um, in like when they had first grade, reserve grade, Presidents Cup. So I was playing in that main day thing. Uh, we played the Roosters at North Sydney Oval and just um, going out, running out for the Bears and realising that I was a step closer to, to that dream. It was probably the most memorable one for yeah. me. How about you, mate? I didn't really play too much rugby league growing up. I played like one season of under 14s. Uh, <laughs> it was a game against Burp and Gary one Friday night. Um, we were down 18-4 and we yep. posted a, a, a stirring comeback and we had a shot. Our, our goal kicker, he was spraying them from all over the park. But he had a shot from close to touch. It was 18 all. And I remember he slotted that. We won 20 points to 18 against Burp and Gary. <laughs> Anyone from around Brisbane will know where that is. Um, other than that, I played, I played a lot more touch footy. So scoring my one and only try and into school touch footy in, in grade 12 <laughs> was memorable. I didn't score too many tries. So I was, I was a, yeah. a, a memory for me as a coach. So away from the playing uh, thing was um, I coached uh, under 14 side, I think it was back in 2010 and they were a decent side, but there was just one team that every time we played them, they, they just put 40 or 50 points on us. And we were like kind of the bridesmaids in that comp. Mm. So we made it through the grand final, not expected to win. Uh, we'd lost the semi-final to them uh, two weeks before by 42 to four, and then one in the grand final qualifier against uh, Chester Hill and then going to play Moorbank. No chance of winning. We jump out to a 20 new lead at half time. We end up winning that game 30 to 16 and mm. just, the the euphoria of those kids um, who just yeah didn't give up uh, that was yeah that was a good um, that was a good uh, good day awesome. uh, favorite rugby league commentator rugby league commentator yeah. oh it's it's Graham Hughes for sure 
Sensational. <laughs> this is going to be a contentious one, but I'm actually a fan of Vossi. I, I like. Oh Andrew. yeah, yeah. No, I like Vossi as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm a, I do like Andrew Voss as a commentator. Um, Were you expecting us to say Steve Roach or something? Or yeah, I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think Christian was expecting that. Steve Williams, not who be a beast in the NRL. Um, he would have been. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, he would have been a centre second rower type. Yeah. Well, Matt, Tarungi, Matt Tarungi says Carlos Spencer played league until he was 15. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know uh, that. Matt Loder, who was your favorite blogger and why was it Fan in the Stand? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I loved reading your stuff, Matt. Um, yeah. Fan in the Stand stuff. That was awesome. Like that. Too. You're not far off it, bro. Um, yeah. That that gave us an insight into the reserve grade side of the of the Warriors. So for those yeah. that don't know, who, who yeah. was playing well in, in the grade below, yeah, I always I used to read yeah. it every week. Yeah, great. Great work you did there, Matt. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, yeah, for those that don't know, Matt was the, the fan in the stand. Um, so he used to write the the blog post. He had his own Facebook page and uh, about the... Had, had a few cardboard cutouts as well, didn't he? Yeah, and then, he, <laughs> then when the cardboard cutouts happened last year, he got all the messages from people asking when they could get their cardboard cutouts. That was funny. Because <laughs> that was... Uh, they called that the fan in the stand, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Nick McKercher, the boardwalk near the cricket club is great for bird watching. Rue, just a tip. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen. I've seen the the local guy, Chris Chris Walker, who takes wild redlands, take captures a lot of uh, good birds down there. So different different varieties. Um, Randers and the seagulls jersey that you're talking about is that the one that the bloke in front of? Yeah, us the was bloke. Wearing? Yeah, the bloke at the game on Sunday, two rows down, was wearing it. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> it was that. Uh, it was that exact same one. Yeah. Carlos Kelly asks, how much of a hit was Gus's departure notification last week? Yeah, it was surprising. I mean, there, there was there were whispers off it around Magic Round, and he, he it's weird that he sort of came out and made sort of an issue about it, saying, I have been approached, but I've knocked it back because I'm committed to the Warriors. Having read, having read the reasons why, it does, it does make sense. Um, yeah. But he's a great mind. Um, he's, you know, sees the game like no one else. Um, so it'll be a big loss for us, but I believe he is still with us in some capacity. Yeah, we we actually talk about this in our set of six tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. Um, so, so I won't, I won't go yeah. into it too much, but um, yeah, for me, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a massive loss. Um, he did say that he started setting up um, the pathways, and they they put they appointed someone to head the academy. So uh, things are, are in place, but I just think it probably would have gone a lot better with Gus overseeing it. Mm. Um, yeah, agreed. Um, Rue, who was your favorite cricket commentator of all time? Favorite cricket commentator? Oh, it's got to be someone from the Channel Nine team. Um, oh, <laughs> you can't go past the great Richie Benno. Yeah, absolutely, marvelous effort that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did, I did like, I do like, I liked all of them. Honestly, I loved Tony Gregg, Horton Forst, marvelous effort that, and um, and uh, was it got him? Yes. Bill Laurie and and I do love uh, Ian Smith. I love I love it when when Ian Smith used to come over when New Zealand were touring. And oh, yeah, I, I yeah. love the banter between him and the and him and Ian Healy. There was always some good banter there. Like when uh, Michael Holding used to come over and do do it as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, I love Michael Holding as well. Yeah, look, look, yeah. the classic, the classic Channel Nine commentary team for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Um... Leon Stevenson asks, how's our chances to win this week? Little to none? Maybe a bit better than that. Yeah, we'll talk about um, that more tomorrow, but um, yeah. yeah. Based on based on the efforts on the weekend, we saw 
what we can do uh, without Torhu and without Roger, without Wade, or without any subs at all, <laughs> yeah, and without yeah, and without yeah. any uh, subs to come on. So if we can carry out carry that over to this yeah. week, we'll go a long way. Yeah, and South have a couple of outs too. Um, mm. You know, try so, the try machine out in the wing. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, but uh, tune in Paul- tomorrow for more on that. Yes. Uh, Sin and John says, Junior Porgo, who scored off Mamalo, was a Warriors junior there. He was, yep. Um, used to watch him play back in the day. Uh, we have the... Uh, TK says, we have the Mount Smart Joker and the Mount Smart Rocker. Do other clubs have anyone like them? Yeah, the Roost... Uh, the, the Bulldogs have uh, the Braveheart. Uh, he's a guy that dresses in a kilt. And, like uh, the Highlanders logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've yep. got him. Uh, the Roosters used to have a guy that used to dress as a like he wore a glove on his head. And, That's right. He was uh, doing. He was putting curses on the other team and yeah, stuff, wasn't yeah, he? He was yeah. doing all this weird. Yeah, I've, I've seen him a couple of times. There was the great Laurie Nichols. The great. Uh, Laurie, I was just going to say yeah. that there was no one like the great Laurie Nichols. Um, yeah. At uh, at the Tigers. Uh, the Roosters used to have a guy that used to dress. As Sorry, a mate. Like he wore a glove on his head. That's the. Uh, oh, oh, is that a glitch in the Matrix? Yeah, I've seen him a couple of times. It was the great Laurie Nichols. Sorry, mate. No, it's my Facebook. It's not having it's not, flashbacks. <laughs> oh, mate, it's not cooperating. So I've turned it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, just started playing through the speakers. Um, uh, <laughs> is Kane Evans in trouble? What did he have written on his wrist? I don't, don't know that we should repeat what he had written. But That's from my mum, so I can't you can say easily it. look that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, you I'm can look that up. Uh, he said, fold some, and it wasn't laundry. It was the swear word that started. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, it's uh, not a good look. Nah, uh, it's, yeah, it's a bit, uh, bit unprofessional, I thought. Uh, Nicola McKercher, Rue mentioned to me at the game on Sunday that you have some interesting stories to tell about former North Sydney player Chris Caruana Do you have any that you can share with us? I, I don't know that you can share many of those on air. <laughs> I don't think I can share any of them. Um, <laughs> Let's just say that. I think that yeah. says enough. <laughs> Chris Caruana was a, a, he went to school with me. He was a, a nice kid at school, uh, played for my junior club. Um, actually, he's doing it a bit tough at the moment. So, shout out to, to Chris, but um, yeah, this, there well, are some interesting stories. I remember uh, end of season um, uh, dinner at North Sydney Leagues, and um, Gavin Jones got decidedly hungry early, so started eating the glass that he was drinking out of. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gavin Jones, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's your favorite Black Caps player? Black Caps, yeah, do you have oh, a of all time or current? So, well, it's just from Christian. So, do you have an all time and a current? Uh, oh, I love Chris Cairns. Yep. Uh, great player. Uh, uh, I, I, I liked Craig McMillan. He was a bit of a personality player. Old, old Chunks McMillan, we used to call him over here. It, it wasn't yep. the greatest player, but he, he was. Uh, um, <laughs> he's just a bit of a personality <laughs> and a sizable backside as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is going to be a little bit controversial, but before all the stuff that he got involved, in, I used to actually like watching Lou Vincent. Oh yeah, um, he yeah he got himself in trouble, and yep. um, he's obviously paying consequences for that. But up up until then, I thought he was he was a pretty good player. 
I used to like watching um, Chris Cairns' dad, Lance Cairns. Oh, Shane Bond. Sorry, Shane oh. Bond. Yeah, Shane Bond. He was awesome the way he used to rip in and he, he would knock over the Aussies a fair bit. Yeah. 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 Sorry oh, to interrupt you there, Lance Cairns. That's yeah. all right, mate. Um, yeah, Lance Cairns, uh, Martin Crow, of course. Yeah. Um, growing up in the day. And, and of the current batch of All Blacks, Kane Williamson's just a friend. Yeah, Kane Williamson's is very good. Uh, Trent Bolt. And I did like, I was a fan of Brendan McCullum as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Touch is a fast-paced game. Played my first two years ago. I was tied in the first minute. Oh, that's from Stevie Williams. It is. It's um, yeah, especially if you're playing in a, in a high grade. Yeah, it's. it's... John James says uh, Scotty Styrus is his. Oh, Scotty Styrus. Yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah. Sean and I were talking about uh, the old Black Caps players on the weekend. Actually, on the way to the game. So, yeah. um, TK says uh, in relation to the uh, favourite uh, commentator, he's got Costo and Rabs. Oh, I can't go past Rabs. He's the voice of rugby league. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I love Rabs. I love it when he calls our games, but he doesn't doesn't very often. Carlo, Carlo. <laughs> um, uh, Favorite YouTube uh, podcast to watch or listen to? <sighs> I, I would, I would, I would just want to give a shout out to uh, this Warriors Life and Will Evans and brad liking who do that um yeah they were a big sort of inspiration for me i got into them a few years ago and and will was like a, a mentor for me with my blogs that i was doing last year and he was yep. a great supporter and encourager and i loved listening to their their podcasts and yeah the, the banter and everything that they have and yes yeah, so it was it was a big uh, source of inspiration for me yeah yeah for me um i love the andy raymond podcast and he gets a lot of great guests on uh, and bloke in a bar um, as well. Mm. Yeah. I love um, bloke in a bar. I love the yeah. chats with the players. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, non footy related uh, Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. Or, uh, yep. I was always love watching his stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll give a shout out to Christian as well. Who's, um, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah uh, channel the, Warriors and our fanatics. Warriors and our fanatics, of course. Yeah, go check him out. Which is a, a good uh, YouTube uh, page to yeah check out. Check out his videos. Puts plenty of content up. Um, the the other one that I try to get to listen to, um, which is done via Facebook, is Brad Inger's uh, one that he does with uh, Richie Sterling. Yeah, the standoff. Um, standoff. Yeah. Yep. Um, it. it it clashes with ours, so I try to catch um, like the first part of it, at least the first forty minutes of it, before I have to um, log out and then get ready for our Wednesday show. But that that's a that's another good one that I like listening to. Brad Brad's got a really good um, analytical brain uh, when he it does. comes to he sure does. breaking down the game and discussing the game, and he's he's actually sharing his written blog now on our um, Ruin Hammer page. Yeah, so, yeah, go and read his stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, match reviews and previews yeah, match reviews and, are awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're the they're the ones. Uh, but to be quite honest, Christian, I really don't get a chance to, again, to watch a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I I try very hard to to get it done, but um, you know, time time is uh is the enemy at the moment. Although at the moment, I must admit, in the last couple of days, because we're in lockdown and I'm, I can't go to work, um, I I have been watching a few. 
a um, few things in the last couple of days, which has been um, a nice change. Mm. Oh, Carlos Kelly, if you could clone one forward and one back, who would it be? Of any in our team or from the NRL or I'm, I'm guessing maybe in, in the NRL clone. Okay. And then sign and then take the clone and play him in the Warriors. I'm guessing yeah. this is one forward and one back. Uh, I would, I would clone Tommy Turbo. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get Tommy Turbo in there. Yeah. And as a forward, um, I would say like prime Talmalolo. Uh, if it has to be, if it has to be this year, he hasn't he hasn't been as effective. Uh, if it's if it's this year, I'd say Payne Haas. Oh yeah, Payne Haas and Tommy Turbo. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd agree with those. So I'll go back in time, and I'll I'll go in the two thousand to uh, twenty, say twenty ten. I'll say uh, Billy Slater. Yeah, and. Steve Price. Yeah. Steve Price. Yeah, pricey. Um, yeah. Workhorse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, if there was no Warriors club, what NRL team would you support? Nah, if, if you mean if we if we folded? Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, uh, if they'd never come in, you wouldn't oh, okay. have been a Bronco? Uh, I would still be a Bronco, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. If they folded now, though? If I had to, if I had to choose a team, I guess I'd just go back to the Broncos. I suppose, yeah. Um, there's no one. I, I couldn't really support anyone else, though. To be honest, yeah. yeah if, for me, if if they hadn't have formed, I would have stayed with the Bears. But then the Bears ended up um, in that joint venture with Manly, and mm. there's no way I would have supported that. <laughs> um, if they folded now, it'd be a toss up. Uh, between the Tigers and the Titans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair and, enough. And I only picked the Titans because of um, player associations that are up there. That's purely it. Yeah, t- Tigers, yeah, because I've got, a, I've got a, a really good mate up here, Brad, shout out to you, who's a massive Tigers fan and... Uh, as well, and I think there's so many similarities between us and the Tigers. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'd throw in the new Brisbane franchise then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Start fresh from day one. But I'm a day yeah. one fan of the Fire Hawks or whatever they're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, everyone knows, you know, Carl's a massive Tigers yeah. fan. And that would be a natural transition for me. And I, I did – I was Same uh, heartache every week. <laughs> Believe it or not, my favourite player growing up was Larry Corra. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. First jersey I ever had was a Balmain jersey uh, yeah. that I had the number five and Avis on. So um, my mum will tell you, everyone, though, that I, back in the day, it cost extra to get the sponsors put on the jersey. So um, I wrote it on. Uh, I think I was maybe six or seven Phillip, years Phillips, old. was it? Or? Uh, no, it was Avis. Avis. So I wrote Avis on and the number five I drew backwards. So, well, my favorite player of all time as well was, was another uh, indigenous uh, dynamic outside back, Steve Renoff. I was I was absolutely over the moon when we got to meet him. Uh, got a photo with him during Magic Round. Yep. Yeah. Absolute legend. Yeah, he was just standing in the street, wasn't he? With yeah, and he was so he was so friendly. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, boys." You know what gets me though? What What gets me is 
Like we went over and said, oh, can we have a photo? And people were looking at us wondering who the hell he was. Like, why are they getting a photo with that guy? Who's that, just, who's, who's that guy that's getting the photo with Ruin Hammer? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people, yeah. just, they, they don't appreciate the history of the game. Nah. Um, yeah, it was, you know, I had a similar thing. I mean, I know it's not Steve Renoff, but when we flew back from Magic Round, Millie Boyle was at the airport. And I walked up to him and said, oh, can I have a photo? And we're getting photos and people are looking. And I mean, not everyone's into the women's game. I know that, but people are looking, wondering who the celebrity was. Was it me or was it her? Who was getting the photo with who? It was just, yeah, weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you get the nickname Warrior Roo? Oh, okay. Uh, so that came about last year when I started doing the blogs that I mentioned uh, for Will, Will Evans' page, This Warrior's Life. So I had to come up with a name and... Um, because I'm I'm quite unique in the fact that I'm a I'm a full Aussie uh, Warriors supporter. I've got no ties to New Zealand at all. Um, I'm just someone who came along and saw the Warriors in '95 and thought, you know, there's something about this team that I really love, and they struck a chord with me. So I followed them since '95. And when it came to choosing a name for my blog, and I wanted something that could stand out and represent me as being, you know, a little bit unique as a Warriors supporter. Yep. Was I was trying to try and what's something really Aussie that I can put in there, and uh, it was either going to be Kanga Warrior or Warrior Roo. Those are the two I came up with, and me and Cleo were going going over them, and um, well, I think Warrior Roo was the one that stuck. So Absolutely. yeah, so that's how that came about. Yeah, I'm glad that happened because uh, Kanga Warrior and, Ham Kanga and Hammer would have been Kanga and uh, Hammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Darren Lockyer or Jonathan Thurston, who was the better player? Oh, uh, I would say Darren Lockyer for, for mine. Um, I, I would say for me, it would be um, Thurston, more so because of what he did off the ball and how he, uh, like Lockyer came through a really good Brisbane system, whereas Thurston created that, that culture at the Cowboys to Fair get cool. him to that Fair cool. premiership. Yep. Um, but in saying that, Lockyer was a freak in his own time. He, he, he was a fullback that became a 5'8 and played for Australia in both positions. So They used to call him the human hovercraft. I remember that because he just glided across the field. And, and yeah. like I remember in his fullback days, you never would rush up on him in the last no. tackle because he, no. was, he was unreal the way that he would spot the gap. He, people yeah. forget how dynamic he was. Like he was a real potent try scorer in his back yeah, in his was. fullback days. He was, yeah. Um, yeah, he was he he was freakish, played in those premiership sides. I've I've got a real soft spot for Darren Lockyer. Um yeah. seeing him come through and remember his debut in ninety five and then I, I don't know if Lockyer would have been as um dominant a player in that Cowboys system that Thurston came through, but Thurston yeah. definitely would have been just as equal to Lockyer coming through that Broncos system. So, and that's okay. why I, that, that's the other reason I picked Thurston. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's criminal though that Darren Lockyer's name has never been brought up in the discussion of the the Hall of Fame and the, oh, other, the absolute legend of the game. Yeah. Like, and you know, obviously being a Queenslander, and for both those guys are uh, sort of fairly close to all of our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christian asks, I don't know what happened to the View from the East End podcast. They used to be one I always listened to. Mm. They were great. Um, they were good, yeah. I think they're Brad taking Ingers a break. Said, yeah, yeah, they've taken a break with the Warriors not being based in New Zealand for the last 12 months, basically. Um, they've taken a break, but uh, he's pretty sure that they will restart their podcast again once uh, 
Yeah, the Warriors playing home games back at Mount Smart. Yep. Yeah, they were good. I liked listening to them. It was a bit different. Yeah. There was a couple of a uh, couple of problems in there as well. Yeah, they were good. To see all different people from different backgrounds getting behind the Warriors. Uh, Millie, what do you guys do for work? What do you uh, do? I I do I do GIS. Uh, if anyone knows what GIS is, Geographical Information System. So it's basically mapping. So I I work for um, Vodafone, TPG, and I map out uh, optic fiber network. Okay. I, um, I'm a carpenter by trade, always been a tradie, uh, recently stopped doing that and had a bit of a career change, more so for the stress levels that the job was creating. Um, and now I'm in waste management. So pretty much uh, I'm in the sidekick in a truck and we go around and pick up the, the, um, the council pickups that people book in and put out. So, yep. um, you know, Curbside the hours collection. suit, yep. like I'm, I'm up at three every morning. I start work at four. Uh, and I'm home pretty much by midday. So um, the hours are suiting me fine for this as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm doing at this present point in time. Um, will the Warriors be in serious trouble financially if we had another season in Australia? Yes. Uh, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Um, the problem is that everything looked great four weeks ago for them to be able to, you know, go home for even like the one game this year and, you know, looking towards next year. But now, um, you know, with the uncertainty of, of this COVID um, and new strains that are coming out, I don't even know if they're going to be playing home games next year. Uh, so no, Nothing is for certain. And, we're, no. and as you said, we've seen how quickly things can change. So we can't take anything for granted. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Fabian asked, I'm not sure if this question has been asked, but what was your favourite Warriors game of all time? We did answer that, didn't we? Uh, oh, we answered... Oh, we, we kind of answered the one that we went to, the one we wished we could have gone to. Yep. Um, to, to, I'd say all, all up, all Warriors games put together, if I had to choose one, I I would choose the 2008 game against the Roosters at Mount Smart. Oh, that's I um, living in Australia. I have never been to Mount Smart Stadium to watch a game of footy. So that was on my bucket list. Um, was ready to go last year. Uh, redid my passport, all ready to go, and COVID hit, man. Boom. So I haven't been able to get over there. So yeah, uh, that would have been a great one to go do that. Oh, that would have been, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, Christian says, Ruin Hammer is my favourite league podcast show to watch. Of course it is. Oh, Thank you. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks, bro. Appreciate yeah, that. Appreciate that. Chuffed at that. Uh, Ciala says, Rob, you're a fair income legend to support the Warriors. Um, you, Nick McKercher, with rugby league scrums being essentially uncontested and being a way to isolate the backs, can you ever see the scrum in rugby league ever being completely abolished? Yeah, I reckon it could be. I don't even know why we still have it. I, I don't think it will be, but I don't know why we have it. Yeah. Um, I think it creates an opportunity now for set plays, uh, and it's something that the game really lacks. Is It's so structured nowadays, uh, and every team seems to play that same uh, block play type structure and then you know have their lead runner pass out the back, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, it's almost carbon copy stuff, and the having those set scrums and being able to move them, you know, from 20 metres in, uh, halfway across the other side, you can isolate. And we've seen some good scrum tries scored 
this year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a yeah, it's one of those ones. Mm. Who do you think will get the dreaded wooden spoon? Ah, uh, bulldogs. Yeah, I I I'd say uh, <laughs> people are going to hate me for this. I, I reckon we'll go close. We're uh, yeah, we'll it's, go it's... close. The bulldogs are starting like. The Bulldogs that played last week, if they turn up every week, um, they're unlucky not to get that win against the Rabbitohs. Um, if they turn up every week and have a crack, they could trouble some sides uh, this in the back end of the oh, year. I've, I've, actually tipped, <laughs> I've actually tipped them to beat Cronulla and to beat Cronulla by 13 plus this week. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's uh, racing in three. Uh, between the Bulldogs, the Broncos, and unfortunately us, uh, because we're th- this weekend's. I mean, we've we've lost six in a row. We're going into a game against the Rabbitohs, and you know, based on form and ladder position, it's the game that we're not expected to win. Um, so hopefully, we can. Uh, if we win this weekend, I think we're clear of the wooden spoon. And I know yeah. the Bulldogs are still they're only on six, and we're on twelve. So I mean, they've got to win. They got they got a bit of ground to make up, and we yeah, would have a better for and against. Four, yeah, they've got to win. Yeah, that's right. They've got a massive for and against against them, uh, which is probably the reason why they will take it out again this year. But I, I don't think they'll end on six points. No, no, no. The way that they're playing, they'll pick up another win. And geez, we're playing them soon, aren't we? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what I mean. There, yeah. I mean, the games that we're expected to win, we're not winning. So, you know, we've got a couple of them coming up. We got. Jeez. Imagine if it gets like eighteen all with like. <laughs> Five yeah. minutes to go in that game. <laughs> um, what is your thoughts on Billy Slater's career and who should be the next immortal? Oh, wonderful career. One of yeah. one of the great careers. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I can't fault Billy's career. I think uh, Billy revolutionized the way fullbacks played. Was his, um, yes, one thing they always used to say about him was his organizational ability yeah. and his talk was like yeah. on point. You could pick out where everyone should be. And that's a lot of this behind yeah. the scenes stuff that you would, you never really heard about. You just saw his like flashy tries. And, right. and it's no surprise. Positional those, play. Those guys at the, at the uh, storm now in Pappenhausen and Nico Hines uh, are playing the style of footy they're playing because Billy Slater's, you know, a consultant to the storm in, mm. in fullback play. Um, yeah, he was fantastic. And he definitely should be considered for an immortal. Definitely. He should, but um there's a lot of a lot of other good players. A lot of his teammates I think he'll be up against as well. Yeah. I mean, former, former teammates. Yeah, there's uh, a shitload of them. Uh, like Lockyer. Lockyer's got to be in that that conversation. Cam Smith. Uh, well I think they've got to be retired for five years. Oh okay. Oh yeah um, Lock yeah well, Lockyer's been retired for about yeah, ten yeah. years now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. So yeah, Lockyer, uh, Billy uh, Billy Slater hasn't been for, uh, for five years. It's been like three or something, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, just trying to think. Hmm. Is, is this sorry? Are we talking about Immortals or Hall of Fame? Uh, the next Immortal. Oh, next they've Immortal. Got to, uh, okay, they've got to be yeah. in the Hall of Fame to be named an Immortal, don't they? Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to think who else. Come to me. I don't know, mate. Come back to you on that one. Mm. Um, I'll say Stacey Jones. There we go. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame. Mark Graham. Um, 
Yeah, Bulldogs will get it. We still have some wins left in us. I'm gl- I'm happy for the people to be positive. That's it, positivity. Uh, what's one Warriors junior you thought would be a star in first grade that didn't pan out? It's a couple. Uh, Stewie Tonga Licky, um, oh, absolutely yes. killed it. He killed it in the under twenties, and for whatever reason, he played one first grade game for us, one or two for the Knights, and I saw recently he's back on the. The building site. Yeah. Um, he he dominated. The, he was part of that 2010 uh, team that won the premiership. Also, Carlos Tumabave just yep. never really got going in first grade, um, yep. despite dominating the under 20. So those two guys from for me. Uh, Omar Slime Ankle. Oh yeah, uh, Slimy Ankle. Me. Yeah. Yep. And um, the other guy's name was just on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I'll come back to it. Yeah. I'll remember it and I'll come back to it. I had two in mind. Um, but yeah, Slime Ankle was a definite. One of the Lousy, was it Sam Lousy? He was the, the Sam Sam went to rugby. He went to rugby, but he never really got going in no. Italy in the Warriors system. No, Sioni Lousy played a few games, but yeah, he was bit, uh, Pat Simpson was another one who like Toff's younger brother. Yep. Uh, never really got much opportunity at the Warriors. Um yeah, I mean, there's been a few. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of you go back and look at those sides of 2010 and 2011, and probably most of them. You yeah, there was say. a guy called Adam Henry that played on the wings. Who yeah, was a, a pretty decent player. Um, Fishy, Fishy, Ahi as well. He didn't. He, he played a bit more first grade, but he injuries and everything got the better of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the, yeah, there's been a few. Um, why did 80s play such as the Flying V and the Wedge go out of the game? Oh, uh, the old set plays that they used to show. Well, there'd, was be, still <laughs> there'd be um, uh, obstruction now because you'd be behind your player. So, flying V, what's that? Oh, the Mighty Ducks or something. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like the wall. The wall was a classic. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you, you, can YouTube, you can YouTube. um the Parramatta Eels. Oh, uh, yeah, Sterlo. <laughs> doing the wall and getting hammered by... Um, yeah, that's right. He gets hammered by uh, Jeff Robinson. The flowing locks <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, yeah, it was a classic YouTube. Where are we? Uh, next Immortal Cam Smith. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how often they do it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how they they're trying. I don't. I don't think they want to do it like every year because it loses the loses a bit of the prestige. I think. Uh, let me see. You, you're still looking for this set play, are you? Yeah, I am. I'm going to see if I I can share it. Um. Oh well, there's so much here to look for. <laughs> Peter Sterling. Keep talking amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have we got? We've got um, what are your favorite player names in the NRL of all time? Uh, Steel Wretchless for mine. Steel Wretchless. Bronco de Jura. Yeah. Um, Eon Crossan. Eon Crossan. <laughs> How do I share screen? Uh, you need to click click on the green. Oh, Do you have the green button down the bottom? Uh, it's all right. Okay. 
I won't do it. It's Sh- all good. Share, share, it in, um, share it in the comments and other people can watch it, I suppose. I will. Yeah. Um, Eon Crossan. <laughs> Eon Crossan. Uh, what did you do, Bronco de Jura? Cooper Cronk is a bit of a funny one as well. The Bears had a fullback called Orbla Brock. <laughs> Orbla Brock. Um, what were some other ones? Uh, oh, Fooey Fooey. Yeah, Fooey Fooey Moy Moy. Moy Moy. Um, there was a guy called Pale Ale, Pale Ale. Do you remember that? He played for the Storm, I think. Yeah. Pale Ale. Pale yeah, Ale. Um, yeah. yeah, there's been some good ones. Um, can a Kiwi become an immortal? I think they can. No, I don't see why not. If they played in the NRL, so, you know, it's an NRL thing. So, who is the one former or current warrior you wish was not let go? Um, of the current lot that are going, uh, Petahiku. I would love to have kept Petahiku around for another season. From, from, I would have, yeah, I would have said, um, Carl Lawton. Yeah, Carl Lawton, well. yeah. Hang on to yeah. Carl Lawton and Adam Kieran. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was really hoping that we'd hang on to Adam Kieran last year yep. just because of his versatility. Um, going back a few years, um, the one that really went on to, to, to big thing, uh, Taoki Yahoo, but he only ever played one game for us. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. And I think he wanted to leave anyway. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's really only like Taoki Yahoo and... Um, Charles Nickel yeah, that yeah. have really gone on to have really solid first grade careers. It's a bit of a myth. We talk about this all the time, but it's a myth. Everyone we release comes back to Hornets becomes superstars. They don't. I mean, yeah. you, you look at it. Look at look at the facts. Uh, Christian says Kevin Locke didn't really got get going and left because of Sam Tonkins. Kevin Locke had some good years though. He, he was, uh, I think he might have been his own worst enemy yeah. uh, with his behavior and off-field incidents. He, he was on quite a few warnings, I believe, Yeah, from the club. He was a great talent, but, um, yeah, I mean, he probably shot himself in the foot there. Uh, why do you think Ackland never got a crack as first-grade coach? Yeah, I don't Interesting. know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. He, he, he was always seemed to be the logical choice. Yep. I think we thought he was going to get the gig when uh, Bluey McLennan after got it after Cleary. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting one because he had so much success in the lower grades. Yeah. The other one too is, um, I know Frank Endicott coached us, but he, he didn't have a long stint and all the players that played under him said he was just such a wonderful yeah. person. Yeah. Big Joe uh, said that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big Joe said that Ruben Wiki is still, yeah. uh, lists, um, Frank Endicott is the best coach he ever played under. Yeah. He came through junior system playing for him. And I think he was a real people people person, a real players coach. Yeah, and yeah. Campo liked him as well. So yep. Campo got on with, well with him. Um, favorite field goal of all time. <laughs> favorite field goal. Oh, it's it's got to be one of Sean Johnson's in that game against Canberra. I'll, I'll say the second one. <laughs> my, my favorite to have watched was uh, Benji Marshall's fifty meter field goal right on halftime. Oh no. Yeah, 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 that that is one. But at the same ground, Andrew Willis for Western Suburbs. Remember in that game against the Bears where he caned it? It was if it wasn't fifty, it was about 46, yep. 47 meters. I'll never forget that one on a Monday night. Um, absolutely smoked that one, Andrew Willis. Which one of the coaches didn't you like at the Warriors? Uh, didn't like. 
Um, I can't say I didn't like them because I didn't know them, but um, just wasn't a good fit would be OME. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, a, he's a, a lovely he's, bloke. He's a real kooky dukes kind of bloke. Yep. Lovely guy. But yeah, yeah. He just, just didn't quite seem to fit the mold. No, yeah. no. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, in saying that who I don't like, I, I mean, really, I've only ever met three of them personally. Yeah. Uh, being Mooks, Brownie and, and Todd Payton. So, uh, and th- those three guys away from the footy field are, are wonderful blokes. To, yeah, champion to fellas. So yeah. I imagine yeah. all of them are uh, lovely people in their own right. But yeah, I, I think old man Elliot just, he wasn't a fit for the Warriors um, and, and I think you could probably say the same thing about Bluey McLennan. Like everyone said, he was a great bloke and everything, but his style just did not, just did not suit us no. at that time. He, he didn't even last a, a season with us. So, but nothing against him personally. I mean, I um, do with him. keeping with her Canberra theme, Millie asks Noah Nadruku or Ken Nagus. Oh, oh I'm. Oh, they were both absolute try machines. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to stick with Nagus. He had the best in and away I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Ken I have Nagus to stick with Kenny Nagus. That Nandruku was awesome, though. He, yeah. he had a Noah Nandruku was um, semi Radradra before semi Radradra was born. He was, but Nandruku wasn't the blockbusting style. He was like really no. elusive. He was silky yeah. smooth. Uh, Kenny was. Nagus, Kenny Nagus was like a clone of Ricky Walford. Um, yeah, Walford. Oh, yeah. how good was he? Anyone wants to go back and, and watch uh, a great Indigenous winger in his heyday? He played oh, for Walford. the Dragons, yeah. the Roosters, and the Bears. Uh, Best Ricky known Walford. for chasing after Steve Renoff in the yeah. 92 Grand Final. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. No, Andrew had a great mo as well. Had a great tash. But he had a bit of a flat top sort of hairstyle as well. Yeah. Uh, do you see the Warriors a top eight side with the inclusion of Sean Johnson? Uh, do we need more local Kiwi talent halves for backup talent local um, ta- i don't think we need just uh, necessarily need, need local kiwi talent as backup i just think we just need, need backup. solid backup yeah yeah i i don't necessarily believe that sean johnson is just going to walk in a team and we're going to be instant top eight material there's there's a lot more to it than just one player coming in I so I, I don't think everyone should be getting should be thinking that all our problems are solved now that you know sean johnson's back next year um I mean, he I agree. he will improve the side. Yeah, but you know, we know we'll know what what uh, how Sean Johnson and fan expectations that what sort of a mix that is. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have seen Sean Johnson playing with Roger uh, mm. in Roger's current vein of form. Because um, I, I I don't know if we got like Roger like Roger wasn't at his the the supreme point of his game back in 2018 when we had Sean. Yeah, that was probably the only season when they were both together that we had them had as close as their, you know, as them sort of aligning with their yeah. powers. But I think, their powers. I think um, Sean Johnson's success is going to rely heavily on how our forward pack goes. Because if our forwards don't get forward momentum, post-contact meters, quick play the ball, win that ruck, um, he's going to have no... He's not going to be able... Like, he's going to be, pl- be playing... Uh, behind a forward pack that's not moving forward. So well, that was always the excuse for him back in the day. Like, don't forget, he was in the team for close to a decade and played in two finals series. Yeah. So, you know, but, but, and like, so whether or not we had the worst forward pack in the comp for 10 years or not, you know, make your own mind up on that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, 
was letting Ali go? Was letting Ali go our club's biggest mistake? Um, it was. Oh, that that 2004 season. Pretty much everyone left. Um, that was a real. That was another one of those. You know, we we we'd come off a great period and we just fell off a cliff in 2004. Of course, it was massive because of what Ali could bring um, to the side. You know, silky smooth ball skills from great big body, un- unstoppable one-on-one. Um, yeah, look, yeah, of course he was a big loss. It was a massive loss. Not not as big yeah. as John O'Wright when John O'Wright... No, 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 not, 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 not... Hey, don't be silly, mate. Come on. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, no, he was, a, he was a massive loss at the time. Um, and it did have an effect on that squad. Oh, that massive effect, because everyone was put on notice. I remember uh, Tooks was saying something along those lines. They saw, they saw what happened to Ali, basically getting marched out and yep. thought, oh, that could be us next. Uh, Christian says Andrew McFadden was harshly criticised at times, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, TK says uh, Ferguson at Canberra. He was a... He was a oh, friend. yeah. Chicka Ferguson. Yeah. Um, Millie asks, favourite Bronco of all time for you? Oh, Steve Ranoff, hands down. There you go. That was an easy one. Uh, what do we got? Do you, have, do you guys have a Stuka League team? I'm a Leeds man personally. Not really. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd say Catalan. Yeah, I um, I'm a very shout out sim- to Justin Murphy. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a very simple man, um, and, and people that know me know that I follow teams with either Warriors in it or generally black and white. Um, so like black and white is uh, just my colours. Um, so Brooklyn Nets in the basketball, um, LA Kings in hockey, um, you know that kind of stuff. Ra- Raiders. Lost Raiders. Raiders. Well, Raiders. no, I was a Cowboys fan only because they were the first team we ever saw play back in 78 uh, when they used to have one game on Channel 2 with Don Lane and my dad let me stay up and oh, watch. All right. Okay. Yeah, so I became a Cowboys fan. Um, I, I, I do like the Wigan Warriors, um, but if you ask me who plays for them, I've got no idea. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Le Catalan because of um, Murph and... Jimmy Maloney over there. And Stacey um, Jones played for them back in the day as well. He did too. He did too. Uh, what NRL team do you dislike the most? The most? Yeah. It changes oh. for me. Yeah, same here. It used to be the Bulldogs. Yeah. I went through a stage where I hated the Bulldogs. It used to be Manly because Manly were North's big rival and then they made us merge and then Manly kicked us out the back door and and went from being Northern Eagles just back to Manly again. The North, whole North Sydney identity died. Um, I've got to say Cronulla, though, at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, currently, Cronulla yeah. is the team I hate. It's yeah. so bloody hard to like. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the generous amount of New Zealand expats and Warriors fans in general who attend matches all around the country, should the NRL take a punt and afford the Warriors more free-to-air matches? Oh, oh. Mate, it all comes down to Channel Nine and and you know their pursuit of ratings. And let's face it, we're never on Channel Nine because we obviously don't rate very highly, or they don't rate us very highly. Yeah. We get the bare minimum one or two games a year. Um, I, I've sort of brought this up a number of times, and the NZ folk don't really care because they get all their games through Sky Sports anyway. So it's neither here nor there for them. Like they 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 just get all the games through Sky. Yep. Um. And it just means a different commentator for them. But over here, like I remember there was um, a few years where I didn't have Foxtel. 
So I was literally every week going to the pub to watch us, apart from once or twice a year. When we'd play against the Broncos or someone like that, someone another high rating team, or, or we usually get shafted with like we did a couple of weeks ago on the Origin rounds, yeah. where no one's watching anyway, so we'll just chuck the Warriors on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which era for you guys was the most favourable to watch? Seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, or twenty tens? I love the nineties. That was the era that I got into. I got into rugby league, so yeah, that has some special memories for me. Nineties for me. I mean, each era has got something like you kind of you. The game evolves, so your appreciation of the game evolves as well. Um, But yeah, the nineties was the the era that um, that I watched the most. The eighties was the era I fell in love with rugby league, Mm. and. I didn't really watch a lot of rugby league though because I was playing so much uh, at the time, like um, with junior reps and club footy and school footy. Uh, I was playing like three games a week and going to eight training sessions a week. So I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of footy. Nine, the 90s was when I really got into watching it because I wasn't, um, you know, I didn't have that dream of, of playing anymore. That was over and done with. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, Favorite Warriors hit of all time? Hit. Owen Guttenbill against the Roosters. <laughs> oh, Gordon Bill. Cop that. Couldn't tell you who he hit. Oh. Um, I'm going to go. Is it Villa Santi on Shane Webke in 2003? Yeah. 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 yeah I'll go that one. Yeah. Um, Christian agrees. Cronulla is the team he hates. Uh, TK, Owen Guttenbill. Yep. Uh, get Andy Raymond on your show would be an interesting watch. Yeah, we've we've reached out to Andy. Um, he hasn't messaged us back. Your favourite NRL finals game? Ah, well, it's it's got to be the two thousand and eight game against the Roosters. If if not that, the week before against the Storm. Non Warriors. Mm. Oh yeah, non Warriors. Non Warriors one. Ah, uh, non Warriors. It will be Bulldogs versus uh, Parramatta in 98, this match that Pricey was talking about, yeah, you know, yeah. where Parramatta were leading 18-2 with about 10 minutes to go. And the Bulldogs yep. came back from nowhere uh, um, to win that one. Yeah. For me, it would be um, the non-Warriors one. The Warriors one is definitely the uh, Roosters semi uh, at Mount Smart and also the Tigers game because I was there in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um the non-Warriors would be the uh, grand final. The Cowboys win uh, against the Broncos. Uh, it was a, just a sensational game of footy. The, yeah, 2015. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a great the, game. The flick pass to um, from Morgan to Kyle Felt. The score the in the seconds corner. left. Oh, yeah. Thurston missing that goal and then uh, getting the reprieve with the uh, field goal. Field attempt. goal, yeah. yeah. Um, one, are you awake? No, he's not awake. Um, so I can't ask that uh, question about the merger. Um, worst NRL game you have ever watched? Worst. Oh, easy. Easy, I can tell you this one. Easy. Um, I was at it. Um, was the, There's two, and they're both against Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and both of them I was at. Um, one, uh, we led 28-6 at halftime oh. and got done 38-32. The quintessential uh, Warriors choke, that one. Yeah. 
sitting on the hill watching that one. And then there was one where I was actually invited into a corporate box with uh, the um, head of the TAB, second in charge of the TAB, whose house we're doing the Renos on. He was a Penrith fan, me being a Warriors. He said, come into the corporate box. And I had to sit there in a corporate box when Jerome Luai made his uh, debut. Uh, and um, just, I think it was 2017, just destroyed. 2018, yeah. <coughs> just, was it 2018, just destroyed. They had all their origin players out. Yeah. 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 So uh, th- there's there's been some like uh, my mate Brad will be able to relate to this because it always tends to happen around his birthday at the end of May. But it used to always be Parramatta versus Cronulla in the Origin by weekend, and it used to be score like thirteen ten, and it would be bucketing down with rain, and it'd just be the most dour match. So it's always like a Parramatta Cronulla game. <laughs> always think of as being some of the worst that I've watched. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, there's two games I would have hated to have been at. That that Cronulla game against South in the rain at uh, Shark Park in the, the deluge that people were standing there wearing um, the wetsuits and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. And the yeah. Tigers first Canberra game at Canberra when it snowed. Snow. Yeah, that's right, the snow game. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Tigers' doggo? Uh, that was great. I, yes. I'm Good watch, yeah. Yeah, I watched it last night. It was great to get that um, behind-the-scenes yeah. kind of look, especially in the coach's box uh, and, you know, when he's talking to the trainers. And um, it, very interesting when he was shouting at the trainer to, to call Stop time. the game. Stop the yeah. game. Um, What's What struck me about that was how, I don't know, I guess I thought Madge up in the box – would be a bit more like footy talk and everything, but it was just like you and me up in the box. Eh? He's like, yeah, good, good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Get yeah. it. Get it. You know, like he was just sort of saying it was like, he, he was watching it like a fan. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, yeah. The fans I had on there were interesting too. Um, yeah. You know, get the, the fans um, uh, perspective and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a great watch. And I, I really hope they do one for every side. Um, mm. A bit of a behind the scenes type. Well, we kind of had one about three, four years ago. Yeah, Kearney was still the coach. They did a little bit behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the best stadium in Sydney to watch a match at? Uh, there's two for me: Leichhardt Oval and North Sydney Oval. Um, can't beat the suburban grounds. Leichhardt Oval on a Sunday afternoon, that hill draped in the orange and black, a sea of orange and black, uh, when the Tigers are playing good footy is uh, something that you've really got to experience. It's a, it's a, a great place to watch footy. There's no bad uh, vantage point there. Um, and, yeah, North Sydney, just, it just brings, it's just nostalgic for me. North Sydney, I grew up playing there. Uh, so, yeah, really love to be able to go back and watch games there. I, I, I haven't been to too many games in Sydney, but I, I did enjoy watching it at the old SFS. I thought that was a pretty good place to watch footy. Good, yep. good view of the field and everything, so. I can tell you the worst place to watch footy at in Sydney, the Sydney Cricket Ground. Oh, yeah. You've miles so away. far from the action, it's not yeah. funny. Oh, it's like, oh, well, the worst place up here used to be Carrara. Oh, yeah. That, that was terrible as well, yeah. Hammer, did you ever trial for the Olympics? Um, your national championships are the Olympic trials. So uh, you could say, yes, I did, but I didn't place in the top four in open. So um, I was never considered. So, yeah. Um, what else we got here? 
How do you think the Kiwis go at the World? The Kiwis will go at the World Cup if it does go ahead. Well, they're saying it'll go ahead, but I don't know. I don't know if players will refuse to go, um, opt not to go. So it all depends on the squads that are picked. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's probably where we're at at the moment in regards to that. I. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't really follow the Kiwis, so I'm pretty neutral in international footy. So I don't really have too much of a perspective on that. Do you follow the uh, the Kangaroos? Um, it's a bit of a funny one. I, I, it's hard because I, I guess I would follow the Kiwis if there was a lot of Warriors players there, but I don't. It doesn't. It's not a natural thing for me to support the Kiwis. You know, yeah. um, I suppose I I get behind some of the uh emerging teams maybe yep. just to see the international game grow a bit um but yeah i'd probably have to say australia yeah um what's your thoughts on the nba finals yeah great great finals um i was i was back in the suns i thought that would be a really good story for them to to come and win it seeing as though they were last about three years ago. They've really built a strong team. They got Jay Crowder, who was probably the missing piece from the Miami team last year. He went over to the Suns and did did really well there. It looks like Milwaukee are going to be too strong though um, with the Greek yeah, freak. They, great, they've, yeah. they've added a few extra elements to their team and they're going to be hard to beat. And I expect that they'll probably wrap it up tomorrow, but it's been a great final series, yeah. Uh, most overrated rugby, play, rugby league player of all time. Um, this is a tough one to answer, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Because having come through the junior systems and knowing how hard it is to get to be a first-grade rugby league player, um, and I was, I was in that uh, back in the day in 1990, it was 25-man squad. So I was on that 25-man squad roster, and I, I think I've told you before, the only reason I, I stopped playing was um, the girl I was with at the time, uh, fell pregnant. Um, we ended up getting married and, and having a kid. And um, I was on a conditional contract, which it was back in those days. And I think most of the boys that we've had on here have even spoken about that. I think Campo was saying mm. you know, the same thing. So my conditional contract was I was on a thousand dollars. And if I played a majority of the season in reserve grade, my contract went to 10,000. And if I played a majority of the season in first grade, it went to 60,000. But it was a gamble. There was no, you know, there was no um, guarantee I was going to play first grade. And, you know, I had a kid on the way. So uh, I chose to get a full-time job. And I, I could have continued chasing my dream. Um, but I know how hard it was back then. And then coaching junior footy uh, and seeing players come through the ranks and get selected for um, like rep teams and stuff like that. It's about 1% of players that play junior footy actually make it through to NRL. So it's a really, really hard, um, it's, a, it's a hard slog and, and the guys that get there work really, really hard to get there. Um, mm -hmm. And some of them, you know, get a lucky chance, you know, it might be through an injury of, of somebody or something like that and they get thrown in at the deep end and they they play a great game of footy and then, then they're in the, that mix for, for, you know, the next 10 years or so and that's how they get their start. So I'm going to decline to answer uh, only because I just, I, I just know how tough it is to get into the NRL. And there's, there's players that, you know, they play good games and they play bad games. And there is some players that haven't lived up to the hype of, you know, uh, their contract money. And there's a couple of names, 
you know, like Ash Taylor and, and Anthony Milford now that are getting bandied around who were on million-dollar contracts and didn't live up to the million-dollar name or price tag. But at, at the same time, they didn't ask for the million dollars. That yeah, was they, did, they didn't pay themselves the million no. dollars. Yeah, that, so, that's you know, I mean, Why wouldn't you sign it? If someone offered you a million dollars, you'd take yep. it too. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm going to choose not to answer that uh, because it's something that's bandied around a lot. And, yeah, it, it is. It's 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 a tough gig. Um, the guys that get there really deserve to get there. And even if they only play one game of first grade, that's one more game than, you know, any of us have ever played. So, um, yeah. You can answer it if you want, both. Uh, look, look, due to our relationship with past and present players as well, uh, it's probably not a question that I would choose to yeah. answer either. Yeah. yeah. Um, should the North Sydney Bears come back to the NRL? Uh, no. Uh, because if they did, it wouldn't be the... Look, they're not going to base a team out of, out of another team out of Sydney. So the dream of North Sydney Bears coming back as the North Sydney Bears based in North Sydney and playing at the North Sydney Oval is dead and gone. Central Coast Bears? Central Coast Bears, but look, there's other there's other areas that warrant expansion before they go to the Central Coast um, because that Central Coast area f- can fall under the Newcastle or it's only an hour from Sydney anyway. Mm. Uh, so if the, if the Bears were to come back, you know, the, there was talk of... Um, uh, them coming back as a second Queensland side or, you know, relocating, coming in somewhere else. It won't be the North Sydney Bears. So some some team, uh, like they could be rehashed somewhere else as like, you know, the Perth Bears or the Brisbane Bears. I know they're an AFL Brisbane team, but you Bears. know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't be the North Sydney Bears. And they could no. wear the red and black and have the bear emblem, but it wouldn't be the same. Wouldn't uh, be the same thing, no. No. So, yeah, I think um, the Bears as an entity in that reserve grade comp is a feeder for, you know, the Roosters now and they have been at South and stuff like that. Probably fits well with them uh, at this point in time. Um, Cheers, TK. Sorry, I've seen yes. he's just ducked off. Thanks for watching. See you, TK. Mate. Thanks Always for joining it. in. Yeah. Uh, should, should be the Redcliffe Dolphins as in uh, next team in. Uh, I, th- I think you'll find it'll be a it'll be another central Brisbane team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's what Nick asked. He asked uh, which consortium will get the license for the second Brisbane team. Um, we're going to wrap it up in a minute, guys. So if you've got any last questions, uh, send them through because uh, we're going to log off in about five minutes. Yeah. Um, Redlands, Redlands- Lorikeets. That was my club. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, go go to the lorikeets or the parakeets. I think they were they are now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, you used to top that. Here we go, you lorikeet. I played I played my juniors for the North Sydney Brothers, who produced um, Kieran Foran. Yep, and um, went to school at Maris who produced uh, Matt Shervington. Um, Shervo. Shervo. And then I played uh, for Parramatta, uh, sorry, not Parramatta, uh, Blacktown, St. Pat's in the A-grade Penrith comp. And that's uh, the home of Matt Lodge, uh, Matt Moylan, the Fafita brothers, uh, Spud Carroll. So, yeah, a couple of those. Uh, Hammer, did you have any pregame rituals back in the day? Uh, depends what, what days <laughs> we're talking about. As, as, a, as a junior, um, I had the ritual of... Um, Left sock, right sock, left boot, right boot. And 
I could only wear um, either black or red tape around my boots. So I was just superstitious in that regard. Um, when I got older and I was playing for some pats, my pregame ritual was um, get strapped up like a mummy because I was getting old and falling apart. So uh, the team had two strappers. I had old mummer. <laughs> I just get my, my shoulder strap, my knee strap, both my wrists, my ankles. Um, it's, time to, it's time to throw it. It's time to give it away. <laughs> I'd have a, uh, a pregame cigarette in the in the changing room with... Um, with Cliffy Lyons. With Matty Lodge's uh, dad, Jamie, who uh, was our okay. captain coach. So, and we are both the front rowers. So we'd sit there with a, having a smoke in the dressing room. And then I'd pop um, two Garana pills and four Sudafeds and that had gone to get the juices flowing for the game. And then uh, by the time I finished and got home, I was out like a light. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I retired when I was 34, I think it was, or 35. It just it took its toll on my body. Yeah. I, I imagine it would have yeah. Yeah, if I'd played that long. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fun times. I look back and it was great yeah. times. And oh, yeah. It's it's, it's the, the great thing about rugby league is the mates you make from it. You know, I'm, I'm still good mates with a lot of them. Um uh, I went to St. Pat's. I played at uh, halfback. Awesome footy school. Yeah, it is a great footy school, bro. Um, you're 18, aren't you, Caden? Because I'm just trying to think of guys that you would have gone to school with there. Um, there'll be some guys coming through, I'm sure, uh, especially in that Penrith system. Yeah. Uh, Christian Catley, favourite food? I love Thai. Thai and Indian. Do you eat steak? I bloody love steak. What's your favourite cut of steak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the cutting edge questions. Um, I, I do love a, I do love a good rump steak. Oh yeah. yeah. How do I like it, Dan? Yeah. How do you like uh, medium? Well, what about yeah. you? Uh, medium rare for me, and I'm, I'm a bit of a ribeye or Scott Phillip man myself. Okay. Fair enough. Um, my favourite food. Yeah, can't beat a chicken stitty. Yeah, chicken stitty with mushroom gravy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go the I'll go the uh, lamb korma with naan. Oh. Yeah, I love with lamb. I love lamb. Lamb is lamb is my favourite meat of all time. Yeah. Sean James is saying rabbit sandwich. I guess that's what you're eating again. <laughs> where where are we getting those Sean stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Part of the deal with the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, shout out, shout out to the Sean Star top bloke, and we're going to the, the game on Saturday. So yeah. Yeah, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Final now we get to bird watching. Um, yeah, yeah so questions coming through. Yeah, growing up with my dad, he was he was really into birds and something that we used to do on the weekends. Um, yeah, used to go out the local areas. Uh, used to go up to the Gold Coast hinterland, top spot to go bird watching. In fact, for Father's Day last year, this was really special. We went. Uh, had a weekend away up at the Gold Coast Inland, and we saw a lyre bird. So that was a pretty cool, pretty cool moment. I got the my... photo. I got the photo sent to me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, because they're 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 not they're very rare to actually see them because they're quite shy birds. And I've that my, my dad had never seen one. So if you've yeah, seen I'll... one, you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I saw one at uh, I think it's Victoria Falls in Wentworth Falls, wasn't it? Or... Wentworth Falls, yeah. or one of the one of the falls. Yeah. Yeah. Was... Yeah. You know, I love um... love my bird watching. Yeah, I don't identify them, but um, but uh, yeah, I, I just love like when we're out and just hearing that set, the sounds of nature, and mm. um, you know, you you can find the um, not so much game trails, but the animal 
trails where they they make their way through the the brush yeah. and, the and it's for me it's always important to you know not disturb that type of area as well make always keep to the tracks and you know try not to impact their um ecosystem and, and their environment so mm. very uh environmentally conscious in that respect all right guys well um it's been a fun night it's been awesome uh, i've really enjoyed that yeah yeah, so yeah. we'll have to do another it's one nice soon. to just have no no format and just uh you know ask some uh, answer some uh, some questions and we're really appreciative of you guys uh joining in and uh you know having a chat with us and learning a li- little bit more about us yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, it's, been, been, it's been fantastic. Thanks thanks for, to all you guys for uh, all your contribution and all your continued support to Ruin Hammer because you, as we always say, it's a show by us, a couple of fans for the fans. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so thanks for that. Um, we will see you again uh, 7.30 tomorrow night for our round 18 review of the Warriors game uh, plus all the uh, NRL scores from that round. Uh, our set of six rants, the Warriors teamless preview, uh, preview of all the games of the round coming up. So, um, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been, it has been a really good and fun, relaxed show. We've, we've really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah. Thanks mate. Yeah. That's been, it's been great. Yeah. So we'll see you all tomorrow night again. Thanks very much. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow night, bro. Sure will. Good night all. Good night all.